welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. This is your host, Florencia Ramirez. Meal planning is the most effective way I turn my hope for a better world into action. You're going to find me talking about meal planning embedded throughout this podcast. I've talked about it before in previous podcasts, and I write about it, and it is one of the foundational action tips in the book that I'm currently writing, How to Eat Less Water, a guide. The reason why meal planning is so important is because it translates to wasting less food, which saves water and it also saves money. It translates to eating healthier because if you have a plan for cooking from scratch or at least part of the meal from scratch, you just aren't eating as many preservatives or as much salt or sugar or oil as you do when you eat out and have somebody else cook for you. And the act of cooking just feels lighter and more joyful which then leads you to cook more often because when you meal plan, you don't spend any energy besides when you come up with a meal plan. You don't have to spend any energy to figure out what am I going to make for dinner, nor do you have to scrounge around for ingredients or find yourself heading out to the grocery store because you're missing ingredients, because you would have everything that you need in your pantry and your refrigerator ready to go. So having said this, I know this. I know meal planning works. It works to start living a sustainable lifestyle. For me, it is the crux of living a sustainable lifestyle, something that most of us want. In fact, two-thirds of the world population wants to live more sustainably. And the place to do it that has the most impact is in our kitchens with our food because 70% of all water is used to grow food. And it is something that we do on a daily basis. So that's why it holds such promise to rewrite the story of what's happening on this planet. It is through our food. And so then we have to build out systems that can go into automatic for us so that we then start to live sustainably on a daily basis because it is a daily thing. It is to live more sustainably, we have to to rethink our daily habits and our daily rounds. And certainly there's things that are automatic that we can do that lower our both water footprint and our carbon footprint and really work to grow well-being, for example, 
solar energy on our house or having water catchment systems and electric vehicles, like those types of things that then put us on an automatic trail. But then so much of what we do requires us to restart every day. Like for example, our food and a big component is the meal planning. And I was reminded of how important it is this past week because I did not meal plan. I'm really a big believer in contrast, like when things happen that we don't like to happen, that's just providing us the data or the contrast that we need to understand what it is we do want or why it is that we do certain things. I was given a whole lot of contrast this last week when I did not have a meal plan. I just hadn't gotten back into the rhythm of putting together the meal plan after coming back from back-to-back trips and then some sickness in the family from the flu bug that's been going around. And anyways, I was just taking off my rhythm. And I did go to the grocery store on Sunday. That's the day of the week that works the best for our meal planning. And it's really critical to come up with what is that day based on the rhythm of your work. What is that one day a week where you can set aside some time to come up with the week plan based on what your schedule is like that week? And then set out to build a menu. So the first thing you do is to look in your refrigerator, see what you have so that you can then build off of ingredients that need to be used right away so that we're wasting less food and wasting less dollars as well. And then from there, setting out after you've shopped your refrigerator and your pantry, then setting out to the farmer's market if your farmer's market is still open. And then from there to the grocery store. That is what I have found to be the best model. Shop your kitchen first, shop your CSA or farmer's market second, and then your grocery store third. But not all weeks happen that way. That is the best mechanisms or system to save water and to grow well-being through our food But then there's the better, right? There's the best and the better that I talk about in my book. We can't always be perfect and life happens, but if we can understand what is the best and work towards that as much as we can, given whatever the circumstances are. So I was just tired and Michael and I set out on a Sunday, as we do, didn't look at our refrigerator to see what we had. We skipped the farmer's market because we missed it. And we just headed out to the grocery store. Our grocery stores in our neighborhood has a bar and restaurant inside of it, like where you can buy the stuff from the deli and then sit down. And so sometimes what we'll do is head over there and just come up with a plan. But I was so tired that I didn't even bring any recipe books or cooking magazines with me. I didn't even bring a sheet of paper because I have a meal plan that I will print out that includes a shopping list as well. I did none of it. So I was already setting myself up for just... A kind of failure, I guess, for meal planning for the week. And so we get there, we have our glass of wine, I have some tacos, and then it's time for us to think about what to make for dinner. And what I realize is 
when you've been out of practice of meal planning, either because you haven't really started or because something has knocked you off your rhythm, like getting sick or coming back from a trip, whatever it is that knocks you off your rhythm, don't try to start back up with creative meals. Like just go to your standard meals, those easy things that don't require any recipes. So that was also part of my issue as I was starting to lean back into the things that I know how to make, like a Mexican night, for example, an Italian night, stir fry, a quiche. I have my standard go-to recipes and I thought, well, I don't, do we want to do that? I don't know if we should do all of those standards in one week. And because of that, I thought, let us come up with the first few days and then I'll come back. I'll figure out what the rest of the meal plan is the week and come up with some different kinds of recipes. And then we'll, then I'll come back to the grocery store. This is what I'm telling Michael. Michael's looking at me like, are you sure? Because he knows once the week starts, it becomes harder to get back to the grocery store. And I was like, no, it's fine. Let's just come up with the first few days. So we did. We came up with the first few days with those standard recipes like Tuesday taco night is always an easy one. Monday stir fry, which is plant-based Monday, and a Wednesday pasta. Those are easy kind of theme nights to have, which is also a good action tip is to have themes for your week so that you don't have to think think it through so much. So write down some good themes for nights, like a particular genre of food or a particular dish, say Buddha bowls for one night or roasted food for one night as a theme, or Fridays could be pizza nights where you make homemade pizza. So whatever works for your family and what your rhythm is and the types of foods that you like, you can just start coming up with themes. But I didn't even do that. I was just still tired, didn't come up with anything. I executed those first few nights because if I have everything I need and I don't have to think about it again, about what am I going to make for dinner, then I just go into automatic. I can take out the ingredients and just start cooking. And I can get over the hump of any kind of fatigue that I might feel at that time of the day and just start getting into the rhythm of cooking. Wednesday came. It was a really busy day. I didn't have an opportunity to go to the grocery store, nor did I meal plan. So guess what? Thursday, we go out to dinner. And then we still hadn't come up with a meal plan. So guess what? Friday, we went out to get some food. Saturday, we did the same thing. Just this morning was the time that I had to take out food for our food waste bin. And I started to go through the refrigerator and found more food wasted than normal. Containers of rice that weren't used and in any kind of recipe, a container of fresh beans that was past its due date. I was reminded again through that contrast of what my week is like when I meal plan versus when I don't meal plan. The difference is stark. One, we eat out more. And when we eat out more, that's just 
more of everything. It costs more. It's more calories. It's more waste if you're getting containers, if you're taking stuff to go. And there's just a heaviness that your body, at least for me, my body feels if I eat out too much. When we have a meal plan, we waste less food. We save money in our pocket. We save water and resources. We eat healthier and the act of cooking just feels lighter. So those are the big benefits when we have a system in place of meal planning. This week, as an action tip, the question is, are you meal planning? Have you started the practice or have you fallen out of practice of the meal planning for whatever reason? And what can you do to start now? First, identifying what day of the week is the best to set aside time to come up with a meal plan. And for most of us, it is one day a week, not two times or three times to go to the market. Each time we go to the market, we tend to spend more because we'll purchase ingredients that are not on our list. Oh, and that's the other thing is making sure that when you have your meal plan, making sure you also build in a flex day, meaning the day that you eat leftovers, so you waste less food. That's also what I didn't do last week. And from there, creating a shopping list and shopping your kitchen first, your farmer's market, if your farmer's market is still open at this time of year, then the third is the grocery store. And making it a ritual, a weekly ritual that doesn't feel like a chore, but something that is fun. And understanding when we invest that time in the front end, it really does pay off for the rest of the week. Every day that you go into your kitchen without any thought about what you're going to make for dinner, if you have all the ingredients, just everything is there waiting for you for the rest of the week so that you are part of the solution. You're, you are building well-being for yourself, your family, and this planet that we have the privilege to call home. I'm going to leave it there and again, really encourage you to meal plan this coming week. Please join me here on Wednesday, Water Wednesday, where I'll share with you more action tips. Next week, I'm going to talk about some ideas around Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving tends to be the holiday that we waste the most food. So I'm going to give some good action tips on what we can do to help minimize that waste this Thanksgiving at our tables. Thank you so much. There is power in the collective. Be well. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Wednesday.
there is power in the collective.